Business Foundations for Mums with me, Kate Butcher, is the podcast to listen to if you are a mum who is ready to launch your business, not sure where to start or wanting to turn that sideline into something more serious. It will be full of practical tips, mindset advice and inspirational and honest interviews with mums who are juggling business and motherhood. Supporting mums in business to turn your dream into a reality. Welcome, Stacey, to the Hi. Business Foundations for Mums podcast. Hello, Kate. Hello. So today we have with us Stacey Young from Meet the Moon Designs, and she's going to tell us all about her experience of juggling business and motherhood and everything that goes alongside that. So first of all, Stacey, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your business, your family life and so on? Yeah, so I'm Stacey. I've got two children, four and seven. So still on the little side, which is um, a juggle, as everybody knows. I have a business called Meet the Moon Designs, and I specialise in making paper cut illustrations out of paper with a knife, if that makes sense. So I cut out illustrations with a scalpel. And I also teach workshops for other people to learn how to do it as well. I also have an online shop and I sell templates and kits for those that want to try it at home. So yeah. Fantastic. Thank you. And I have to say, I, I love your work. As you know, I've bought a couple of pieces before as gifts and I've been desperately trying to get on your workshops for I don't know how long. But yeah, as is the juggle with family life and business, trying to find times when I can get childcare to come on the course has been a challenge for me. So we will get there. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I'm really excited about it. So how did you how did your business come about did it come about as a result of you having children or the other way around tell, tell us a bit about how you got started it initially began as a hobby when I had my eldest daughter as you know when you have worked all your adult life and you suddenly are thrown into maternity leave and the endless days of routine and every wonderful aspect that a new baby brings you're also your life changes it can be a massive adjustment I really found that having worked in the creative industry for at that time I don't know about 16 years as a creative art worker being creative during most days I suddenly didn't do all, any of that so I needed to find a hobby and I tried a few things it's basically when my little one was asleep as you know when they're little they sleep quite a lot so I decided to try and find a hobby that I liked and I yeah I had one day it was I remember it quite vividly it was near Christmas and I decided I was going to make some decorations at home keep myself busy and I made some paper decorations and I really really enjoyed it and it kind of it suddenly dawned on me that that was the most productive afternoon I'd had since <laughs> having Orla which just sounds terrible but I think I wasn't depressed having a new baby I was very lucky I didn't have postnatal depression or anything like that but I do think that especially as first-time mums we go through almost like a grieving process of your life before you know I missed my workmates I missed my using my brain the routine being creative I didn't realize how important it was and I, I did really miss that so it basically started as a hobby and after I've made these sort of mad decorations I thought what else can I make out of paper you know this this is brilliant I'm really 
feeling quite rejuvenated and that I accomplished something. I actually started a task and I finished it, which when you have a newborn, you don't really do that a lot, do you? So it started from there, really making, you know, started with cards, then it became sort of framed pieces. And then I set up an online shop just to see how it would go. And it went really well. So I carried on doing that. And then that progressed into craft fairs and then eventually taking commissions and doing bigger and better work. So that's how it all started. Amazing. I think you're so right. Those early days, you do feel like you've lost something, haven't you? It's like you say, it is a bit of a grieving process for that life you had before. Mm -hmm. And I think finding something that you love to do is really important but you found something not only that you love to do but you've then been able to turn into a business as well which is really fabulous yeah I think I I went back to work at four months which was incredibly early and I lasted half a day I sat at my desk burst into tears and I just said I can't do this I'm sorry (laughs) I've misjudged how I would feel so after sort of a lot of evaluation I thought you know I'm not going to be able to do the full-time hours that I was doing previously in my previous job I was a freelancer so I was self-employed which is a good it was a benefit because I could work the days that I needed to but you know working in a big office you are there from eight till six you can't just come in and do a couple of hours so it's a commitment to do that and I just couldn't, it wasn't sustainable for us as a family. As all got older, um, it became a little bit easier. And same with when Charlie was born, I had to have some time off. But again, my parents were very good and helped look after the kids when I needed them to. But it wasn't sustainable, not for them either. And it sort of was quite nice timing, really, as Meet the Moon started to take off the work sort of lessened a little bit and then obviously covid came along and i wasn't freelancing at all i think a lot of companies just weren't going to take on freelancers at that time so that's when everything started to sort of ramp up quite a bit i still like artwork and you know doing all the the graphic design i used to do and i'm very much sort of involved in that whether i'm helping friends or you know doing my own stuff so that will always be the way what what i did um that's what I was qualified in so that's always there but I I love the paper cutting and I love I especially love the teaching side of it I get so much out of it and it very much is centered around well-being actually Uh, the more I do the more I meet people that are desperate to have some headspace and some mindfulness and it is very therapeutic and addictive and so good for you because as we know having a creative hobby can oh there's so many reasons why it's beneficial Uh, it improves your sleep it improves your confidence it stimulates your left side of your brain it keeps you active and as we get older that's so important to keep active it's been proven to slow down dementia so you know everybody should try and have something that's not work related that is sort of a, a hobby that they can give their other side of their brain a bit of a workout and yeah and I've been very lucky I've had some lovely feedback about my courses and yeah I just love teaching them really I get a lot out of it and everybody else does I think as well amazing amazing I totally agree with that about the well-being and actually for me part of the reason I'm really keen to come on one of your workshops is for exactly that it's for me it's time out it's time away from the children it's time to do something that's totally unrelated to my business or my home life it's it's almost a little escape and I know you make your workshops really lovely with cake and all that kind of stuff as well don't you so that's that's one of the most important 
things I'm starting to worry that people only come for the cake now <laughs> <laughs> absolutely oh, no wow. but it is really important to have that time out and also mm. the practical implications as well you know most of us if we do a craft project at home we've got the kids involved and you know you can't sit and do anything especially not with scalpels you know it's hard when when you've got little ones running around but also you know the mess you know where do you you know you don't have to tidy up at my workshops I do all that which is great you don't have to buy tons of equipment that you're going to shove in a cupboard and never use again it's although you do sell kits so people do. can do their own stuff at home you are if you are really uh, interested in it and want to carry it on at, at home and I'm launching fingers crossed I'm launching two extra new kits this year which is really exciting that's exciting thing. so yes which is exciting so yeah it's the practical side of it as well come and have some cake, come and have some adult conversation. It's not just for mums, need to make that clear as well. It, mm. It's not just for women as well. Anybody is welcome as long as they're, as long as they're not children. I get a mm. lot of people asking if they can bring their children. I don't mind sort of older teenagers, but when it's sort of toddlers, no, we can't because of the, the dangerous knives. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's not covered. Oh gosh, absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic. I mean, there's so many different elements to your business as well, which is lovely. And I know you launched your Etsy shop a little while ago, didn't you as well? Yeah, I'm really enjoying working on that. That's a whole other side of my business that I've learned about. I think that that's that's one of the things, isn't it? When you start a business, you you kind of think about, you know, not being able to do things because you don't know about it. But actually, I've learned so much more by, you know, even just opening my Etsy shop and all the extras that brings with it, meeting other Etsy shop owners, that has been a massive benefit to myself, you know, having face-to-face meetups with other people with Etsy shops in my local area. And I've loved that. That's been brilliant. So yeah, it's doing really well. And yeah, I enjoy that. Fantastic. And the work that you've got on Etsy, am I right in thinking that's the the less bespoke pieces, things that people can just buy off the shelf, as it were? Yeah, I mean, I've got I do a lot of pet portraits, people like a lot of either for sort of memorial gifts or birthday cards, things like that. That's one of the personalised paper cuts you can get from my Etsy shop. I've got a couple of other little bits, new baby sort of welcome presents, uh, but mainly it's just the cards, kits, templates, because I find it quite difficult to compete on Etsy if you're doing something like I'm doing when it's very personalized and very involved I like to maybe speak to the person to get a better impression of what they actually want or there's mm. a lot of toing and froing so sometimes it's just easier if we don't do it via Etsy because it's not one size fits all it's fine when you're buying greetings cards that are printed mm. and I'm posting them out but when it's very involved you know sort of big wedding commissions and things like that it's often easier just to get in touch directly really Absolutely. And tell us a bit more about the bigger pieces that you would do. I mean, you've mentioned their wedding commissions. What sort of things would you do as your bigger Um, bespoke pieces? So I do a lot of architectural paper cuts, which I love working on. That's a real meaty project for me to get my teeth into. If you can imagine, you know, somebody sends you a picture of their wedding venue and it's this beautiful Tudor sort of manor house I mean that's that's really sort of you know I get excited doing things like that yeah so that that's quite popular getting wedding venues or sometimes people's houses house commissions you know their house that is special to them and their family I've done a lot of those for anniversaries house warmings obviously wedding Mm -hmm. presents and pubs strangely enough people have very favorite pubs and are very fond of them so uh, that's always a, a good one and yeah just 
favorite places a lot of people like to buy gifts for people that are very personal maybe they have a favorite place or maybe that's where they got proposed to or somebody lived there so yeah various kind of nice sort of landscapes and architectural buildings that sounds like incredibly involved work when you're doing the paper cut to and I've I've seen some of the the beautiful pieces that you have done and you shared for example on your your Instagram page you've got loads of your pieces shared on there and they just look so incredibly detailed because it's incredibly well it's very clever what you're doing isn't it amazing quite a while (laughs) sorry they do take quite a while. It's, I'm almost doing it twice because I, with a big piece like that, everything is drawn first. So I will draw it first, then I will cut it. So it, it's always you're sort of doing it twice, really. But I love it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, this comes from somebody who doesn't have a single creative bone in my body. So oh, I just look at your stuff and think uh, it's amazing. I'm an absolute firm believer that every single person is born with creativeness. We are creative as children. It's instilled in us as toddlers, you know, to get the crayons out, to get the paints out, messy play, exploring sort of sensory activities. That's all part of your creative development. And it's just society. As we get older, we get boxed into following rules and regulations and we forget to do it. That's all it is. We forget to pick up pencils and paint. Nobody has time. You know, that's I think that's that's sad. That's sad that people don't have time to be creative. And, you know, if you don't use it, you lose it. It's that side of the brain again, isn't it? It's very true. It's very, no, you're, you're quite right. And I, I have to say, much as I sit here and say, I'm not a creative person, I'm very aware that I maybe just haven't found my creative outlet. Or you, Don't forget, yeah. creativity comes in so many different ways. Cooking, running a business is creative. It's you're making, any, any way you are making decisions, you are choosing yeah. your branding colours, you are choosing the design of your website, you're choosing how you would like your flyers laid out. It, it all takes a creative element. So, you know, everybody, whether they realise it or not, is being creative. Every day when you wake up and you choose what to where you're sort of expressing yourself cooking your meals you know doing things with your children that only sort of you know develops it even further because you're going mm. back to doing things that you probably haven't done since you were a child that's very <laughs> true <laughs> very true actually baking is one for me I baked with my mum as a child and as an adult I don't think I've ever baked anything by choice it's just not something that's ever worked for me and suddenly my children are both obsessed with baking and we're baking every weekend and it's not something that comes easily or naturally to me but we're doing it all the time now because they just they want to bake cakes all the time and that's really <laughs> hard isn't it when it's something that's not your favorite thing to do my mm. my daughter's suddenly um into sewing and mm. I bought a sewing machine when I was pregnant with her as another kind of I'm gonna find a hobby I'm gonna try and make my own maternity clothes <laughs> it failed miserably and it, it was terrible and I just can't do it I've tried so many times and I am so envious of people that are just brilliant at making all these things mm. and now all is really really interested in sewing and she's like mum you know can we get the sewing machine out and you teach me and I'm like I don't know how to do myself (laughs) so yeah we've moved on to knitting because I can knit so fantastic actually yeah my husband is the one that does the sewing in this house definitely he sews all sorts of leather things and makes his own aprons for work and all sorts so yeah no but for me I wouldn't have a clue if my daughter asked for help with that Uh, yeah wow and in terms of business Stacey what would you say is the 
best bit of advice that you have been given since starting your business? I think there's been lots. There's been lots of advice people have given, some that I didn't take and wish I had, and some that I've kind of stored until I needed it, if you know what I mean. But one thing that really sticks out is about really procrastination. I'm a massive procrastinator and I've always sort of put things off until I really, really need to do them. You know, tax returns, insurance, anything like that. I'm like, oh, dread it. Don't like doing it. If I don't like doing it, I'm not going to do it. I'll just wait right up until the wire. But I think what really stands out is the one piece of advice that if you don't be scared about not doing anything because you don't know how to do it, just start trying to do it. And every single piece of information that you will need to complete it will show itself. You will either find somebody that needs, you know, that wants to show you or you will outsource if you really can't do it. And I've been trying to get my website designed for literally years. I don't know how to web design. I'm embarrassed that I don't know how to do it. And in the end, I met somebody that said, I'll, I'll do it for you. So that's being handled at the moment. So, Amazing. you know, I just needed to start. I just needed to, you know, get some visuals together and go, there you go. Have a look at that. Same with the next thing to handle is getting an accountant because I know I will do it myself. I will try and learn all these accounting techniques and I will try, you know, just start making notes, researching an accountant, get somebody to help you and it's all done. And, you know, that's a big kind of piece of advice. Mm. A lot of people, I think, put off doing things because they don't know how to do it or they're scared about doing it because they think they're not doing it right. Mm. But you can't, if it's your business, I don't think you can actually go wrong. You can make maybe misinformed judgments, but I don't think you can, you can't screw anything up because you haven't got an employer looking at you and watching what you're doing. If you, you know, if you make a bit of a pig's ear of something, it doesn't matter. It's all a learning curve. And I think it's important just to start even, you know, just doing something towards something that you need to do, whether it's right or wrong, just start doing it. Absolutely. And, and I think what is so very true is that the best way to learn is by making mistakes. Absolutely. Without yeah. doubt, you're quite right. Getting started is the first step towards getting it done, definitely. And if you put it off and put it off and put it off, yeah. actually that pressure starts mm-hmm. to really build as well. I mean, you mentioned tax return there. Yeah. And I know that's one for so many people that tax return date is creeping up and the anxiety really starts to build. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely. one that if it can be worked on consistently with a bit of work every week, then yeah. really makes a difference. And it becomes less scary. And I think, like you said, when you have a project that you you want to do, but you don't know how to, and it kind of plays on your mind, it just in your mind just gets bigger and bigger and it gets mm. heavier and heavier. And then, you know, until something <laughs> happens. But yeah. once once you just start, you know, and you don't have to do a lot towards a task or a goal to actually make yourself feel better do you, you no, just absolutely yeah it does make a huge difference just yeah. getting it started is yeah. usually such a massive relief isn't it yeah definitely thank you that is a good piece of advice definitely <laughs> and do you have any particular favorite books in business and self-development books audio books anything that you I've got, well, I guess I've had to write down the lady's name, actually, because I forgot it. But one of the books that I've read, I think it was a year and a bit ago, a couple of years ago, is Grow Your Handmade Business by Carrie Chapin. And I struggle sometimes with books about business because being an owner of a handmade 
creative business is so different to any other kind of business you I think you are on display a lot more I think you are open for judgment a lot more and your creative abilities are sometimes you feel a little bit not worthy or you're always trying to prove your validity as a business Mm -hmm. Um, so many people assume that if you are creative and have a creative business it's your hobby and they in turn treat it like that so you know it's very common for owners of handmade businesses to drop their prices completely for friends and family and you know not charge people because they think that you know customers if they know you they think well you know it's your hobby just make me one just make me one and actually you would never say that if your sister was an accountant or Mm. you know a nutritionist or or somebody you know giving legal advice you would never ask for those discounts and I think that's in the creative community that is a massive problem with not feeling like you are justified in owning a business because it's oh it's just knitting it's just sewing you're just making ceramic pots or you're you're Mm. just drawing it's what you would do anyway so why are you charging so much I feel quite passionate about that that Mm. it has an impact when you are running a business but this book is particularly good for handmade businesses, and especially when you're dealing with marketing, pricing, and feeling your worth, really. Yeah, so that's a good one. That does sound good. Could you repeat the lady's name for us? So it's Carrie Chapin. It's K-A-R-I, Carrie. I'm guessing she's American, so she might pronounce it differently. <laughs> but yeah, the other one that I, I'm actually reading it again because I loved it so much the first time is Get Rich, Lucky Bitch by Denise Duffield-Thomas. Fantastic book. an awesome book. I've just bought her prequel to that as well. Mm-hmm. That's on my shelf ready to read. So she is a money mindset mentor, I guess you'd call her. And she specializes in dealing with women who are struggling to earn what they think they should be earning. And she's got lots of techniques in there with the money blocks that blew my mind. That's, that is amazing. And, and actually just showing you how you shouldn't be giving away your power as a female and putting your hands up and going, I I don't understand about money or finances and leaving it to other people and she goes through a lot of uh, celebrities that just have left all their sort of (laughs) massive finances up to advisors and if you don't know about finances you need to obviously you need to get help to understand it Mm. but just leaving it up to you know random people to make your investments it's not it's not a good idea Uh, but it is a brilliant book and like I said I'm I'm reading it again because I need to take more in I think sometimes when I I read books again it's to get more out of it I totally agree my book I'm currently listening to on audible is the fourth time I've listened so I listened to it the first time and then I went straight back to the beginning and started again a second time and then a third time and it's it's been probably a year and a half since I read it the first three times and, and I just thought I, I need to go back yeah you, and, and I'm taking like, totally different things from it this yeah. time yeah, I always find that. And I think that is because you, especially with self-help books, which I quite enjoy reading, mm. I think sometimes you're not ready to hear information and then you sort of get into some sort of grow zone and then you're ready to hear it. So you exactly. might not read it the first time around. It might not go in, but mm. the second time around it's applicable. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. Yeah. In fact, I think that's one of the quotes in the book I'm reading is that you only actually hear things when you're ready to hear them. So mm. true. 
very much so thank you fabulous and is there anything else you want to tell us about your business do you have anything else coming up soon that you can tell us about Um, so I am trying to concentrate a little bit more on my workshops since the pandemic obviously that had a major impact on me Mm. I couldn't teach my classes even when we did start to get back up and running people were still very twitchy about it and I completely understand I was as well all the rules changing what we're doing this week (laughs) how many people am I allowed all of that jazz so I want to really make the commitment this year to get as many workshops in as I can I'm also opening up a lot more dates trying to get a lot more venues in different locations just so it enables people to get there if they're not local to me and different days of the week as well so a lot a lot of of weekday sessions because I know that's when the kids at school and maybe that works better or maybe you know people's weekends they're working they can't always make a Saturday or Sunday so that's my aim to do this year and also the private workshops that's really taking off and that's been fantastic I had a brilliant one last week I thoroughly enjoyed it I just went into somebody's office and I had eight of their staff not knowing why I was there or what was going on and they were treated to two hours of screen free time they made some beautiful cards they loved it I sold eight kits which was awesome amazing yeah and the managing director had sort of treated them all and then they had lunch out afterwards which was great it was like a belated Christmas but I'm really enjoying that and I'm really again tied in with the whole wellness aspect it's so important to keep your staff happy obviously Mm. team building doesn't have to mean muddy assault courses and cringy problem solving in conference centers it doesn't have to be that Mm -hmm. this something like this which is you know two hours out of your day you know screen free time no talk about work and you know talking to your colleagues do something creative with your colleagues you'll be really really surprised how receptive they are to it that Um, sounds fantastic yeah and I was really obviously I'm observing while they're beavering away but I really enjoyed seeing the lack of work conversation all the conversation was about home and about stories holidays it was great and it really made everyone feel really relaxed and they all enjoyed it and I'm so glad that I had the opportunity to do it so yeah I'd be uh, doing a lot more office based and all you need basically all you need is a meeting room and you know chairs so you just need a table and space with tables and chairs and then I'll Sounds come in amazing. bring everything with me clear up afterwards and different packages available as well so they can you know I can always supply refreshments more complicated projects if they're working for longer so yes love doing that oh that sounds really exciting awesome and how do people find you mainly on instagram i'm on there quite a bit which is i can't remember my handle now (laughs) www.instagram.com meet the moon designs i think also facebook same meet the moon designs website obviously work in progress so as soon as that's up that's exciting meet the moon because that's something we spoke about probably a couple of years ago for the first time so that's really exciting that it's happening now I know it's taken quite a while because as it evolved there's a lot more to it that I need I need mm-hmm. booking system for my website you know for my workshops mm. I need to shop on there you know all sorts of sort of showcasing my work and things like that and a blog section because mm. I'd like to start writing a blog to tie in with that as well so yeah it's all happening which is good yeah 
So it's all very exciting. So yeah, the best way to get in touch is either Facebook or Instagram or good old email, you know, meetthemoon meet at hotmail.com. So fabulous. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today and telling us all about business and parenting and juggling the two and all about your fabulous business and your exciting plans for the future. Thank you for having me. I've enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us here at Business Foundations for Mums. Come and join the Business Planning Challenge for Mums to create a plan to drive your business ideas forward. The challenge starts on Monday the 21st of March in a private Facebook group. Find the link to join in the show notes. You can find all of our episodes, show notes and blog posts at businessfoundationsformums.co.uk and you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook.